Pop-Up Podcast is meant for entertainment only. We're not licensed professionals, and this podcast is not intended to give professional help. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Well, hello, and welcome to the Notebook Podcast. Hi, Amy. That was weird. I don't, I don't, I don't work with those types of cues. Don't do surprise mean? me like that. <laughs> I did the one, two, three thing though with my fingers. Oh. You see the one, the two, and the three. I don't know what that means. I thought you were just like you moving me, your. Why fingers. are you showing me your armpit right now? What's happening? Sexy. Why? It's a no. sexy armpit. <laughs> tell you honestly and like responsibly that it is not responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> it oh, is not. God. Oh God. Well, welcome to the Notebook, guys. This is our second season and our 31st episode this season. Um, thanks for coming. I have to thank you so much for knowing the numbers of the episodes because I will never know. You think I know? I like look it up oh, before <laughs> every single recording session, okay? You think I'm good with numbers? Girl, you've known me for 16 years and you think I'm good with numbers. Please. <laughs> We're like the worst like the Asians that are the worst at numbers and math. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I agree to that. Did you know that when I was in China, because I went to grade one to grade six in China. Mm-hmm. Um, so first grade, my dad actually sent me to like, like an advanced math class because Whoa. he was very smart in maths and sciences. So he was like, oh, my daughter must be equally as smart. So I went and I did pretty well first year. Second, second year, second year, second grade, I went and then halfway through the semester, my teacher was like, yeah, maybe you should put her in the regular class. (laughs) I was failing second grade math, (laughs) you know how sad that is. So yeah, not very talented. And my dad wasn't happy about that. Um, Yeah. Oh, your dad's good (laughs) at math and science? Yeah, he's super smart with math and science. Like even now, if you give him an algebra, algebra, question or like calculus question he'll he'll sit down and just solve it he thinks that they're really fun he does it as like a hobby ew i know he's freaking weird he loved physics he loved um calculus he was he was that guy doesn't look like it but yeah my worst nightmare honestly yeah it was fun for him yeah 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 so sorry to disappoint you, Dad, but apparently <laughs> the mathematical smarts it's not passed down through genetics. And uh, hey, I'm artsy, so there's that. <laughs> Who in your family is artsy? <laughs> Literally, no one. Oh. No one in my family has. I don't think anyone has ever pursued art on either side of my family. Um, my one of my younger nieces went into like dancing, but that's about it. And I think that was because of my influence. I think I was the only person in my generation of cousins who's ever gone to art classes like outside of school. So no one. It's like we don't have special genetics in our family. Yeah, that's, that's, really sad. that's so <laughs> it's probably like the the food in Canada or some yeah. shit. It's in the water. <laughs> I like yeah, it's in the water, man. <laughs> oh anyways what's what's new with you this week nothing much I mean like this 
this week's weather in Toronto has been just so depressing. Like, it's so cold out of a sudden. It's freaking snow everywhere, rain, fog. It's just, ugh. Um, but work has been going great. Uh, I mentioned uh, a few weeks ago that I started a new job. So it's my fifth week now. And I uh, actually started like more more contacts with my clients and and because it's a client facing role so I'm actually exposed to that now and I was given the opportunity to lead my first client meeting last week and it was really exciting however I think I psyched myself out a little bit too much like I I got too nervous before the meeting Um, it was an hour meeting and I was leading the meeting by myself and uh, well I had another senior coworker um, on the call with me for the first half and then she had to drop off because she had another meeting so when she dropped off I got really nervous because I'm like what if they ask me a question I don't know the answer to like you know as a new person and you're leading this client they're looking to you as like the expert and help like for answers for everything I was super nervous so but I was able to answer their questions and like the meeting portion like the content of the meeting went really well until the end um when they were like thanking me for my time and stuff I don't know what happened like my brain froze like you know when it's literally just blank and they're saying the most simple things to you like oh thank you for your time or like it was so nice to meet you and you don't know what to say to that like (laughs) like, do you ever have those moments yeah it's called a brain fart man it wasn't even a fart like I couldn't even get the (laughs) fart out (laughs) my brain was constipated okay (laughs) So when my client was like, oh, thank you so much for your time. And I was like, no, thanks. I said, no, thanks. Oh, oh, no, no. What does that even mean? I I don't know. And my client was just like, okay. And I was like, okay. And I I have never leave a meeting that fast on Zoom before. Like I did some triple clicking shit. You know how like when you leave a meeting on Zoom, you have to click leave meeting and you have to confirm leave meeting. I don't know what happened, but I triple clicked that shit and I got out of there in like 0.3 seconds. And uh, yeah, so that was my week. Um, Work is going great. Damn, yo. Are you cringing from me right now? Yes, that's so awkward. I like got off the call and like, silence screamed into the air and went to hide in a corner of my room and just sit in silence and soaked in my own cringe for about five minutes yeah i mean i think it happens you know like they they probably honestly didn't notice as much as you thought they did they probably like laughed it off and forgot about it within like the five minutes and it's been haunting me for almost a week now True. It's true, always true. it's always worse in your own head. Like I still have moments from when I was like 16 that I think about when I'm laying in bed at night while I'm like halfway falling asleep and then that moment pops up in my head and I'm wide awake and cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is going to be one of those moments. Like I'm going to be 45 years old one night falling asleep and this is going to come back and haunt me. I hate when like something cringy happens and then you can't get out of it. So at least you were able to just leave that conversation because. Oh yeah, that's true. That's like oh. one good thing about virtual meetings. Like you can just dip. 
right? You don't ever have to deal with the awkward moments afterwards or well, like when you say goodbye with someone and then you end up walking in the same direction. That'll never happen. Yeah. On <laughs> but I find it kind of awkward sometimes like when I'm ending a conversation and then I end it too quick and the other person's like, eh, and then I'm like, oh, do I go back into the call? Because they're going to say something. <laughs> like, but, bye, bye. And then you cut the third person's <clears throat> bye off, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, oops. But so maybe next it. time, like, <laughs> what I do is I usually wave goodbye. So I say goodbye, and then I just wave until I hear everyone's bye. Oh, or, really? like, I just keep waiting until everyone's left a room. <laughs> I just wait for 10 seconds. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, bye, wave, and then I fucking log off. But if it's, like, a one-on-one, then it's, like, oh, fuck, no, it's just me. <laughs> I have to be good. But. I always go on Zoom meetings about like two minutes before the meeting starts um, because I don't like being like late for meetings, obviously. So sometimes like somebody else would be on like three minutes late. So I'm just literally sitting there staring at myself for five minutes. <laughs> just like, so self-reflection time, I guess. Um, your hair looks crazy <laughs> and your eye is still swollen. So put on <laughs> fake glasses to cover it. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh my God. No, I, I find that like with Zoom culture, it's always, people are always like one to two minutes late. Yeah. I'm totally cool with, I'm usually like right on time mm-hmm. or one minute late or one minute early. But I try not to be mm-hmm. early because, like, literally no one is early. Yeah, uh, I am. So yeah, oh, hi. Oh, early, yeah. I'll be Ooh. waiting in the lobby. <laughs> Just chilling. Just chilling by myself. So it's new with your week. Uh, I had the most eventful week so far. And it's only Wednesday, the day what that we're the recording. Yeah, so this weekend, um, Kev surprised me with a cottage trip, and it was so sweet and so nice, and it was the most beautiful place ever, okay? So we drove about two and a half hours out to Kingston, Mm -hmm. and it was like an island uh, within the area, and so... It was like seven o'clock when we got there, and you know, in like Toronto area, it gets pitch black around 5 p.m. So mm-hmm. we're in this cottage area. It's like pitch black now, and we're driving up this small windy road, and we're like, okay, we're gonna get murdered. <laughs> we get to the end of like the tip, and it's like the tip of this little path, and then there's just lake surrounding the whole tip. And so we're at the edge there and we're like surrounded by a field all around the house and then just lake. And it is so beautiful. And there's a hot tub in the garage. There's like an air hockey table. There's like a pool table, um, a foosball table, like so many things to do. There's like this huge king bed with a huge, massive 50 inch TV and then in the living room, there's, like, a fire. Okay, anyways, this is just beautiful. And in the morning, like, it's, like, panoramic views of the lake and everything. And That's so nice. It was so nice. And he got it for a really good deal because it was kind of, like, a last-minute deal. And mm-hmm. he was, like, we're going to Kingston. I was, like, okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay, but this is where the eventfulness happens. So, 
no, I'm scared. So we, of course, the first night take advantage of the hot tub because like there's a freaking hot tub and it was so nice that day like it was 12 degrees I don't know if you remember but mm-hmm. we had some nice days earlier this week and get in the hot tub and like I I guess I, I'm feeling like I'm 20 or something and so we're doing some stuff in the hot tub and, <laughs> and then okay now it gets good so the next day I'm just chilling, watching TV, and uh, my vagina is burning. Like, it's <gasps> like fire. And oh, I, no. I'm like, Kevin, my vagina, it feels like someone lit a match on my vagina, and it's just burning. He's like, what? And then after I said that, I was like, oh, it's gone. Okay? That was it. Huh? Yeah, nothing else. So we come home Monday, and I'm sitting there on the couch again. I feel the burning. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was like, is this like a nerve issue? Am I going to die? And I go, pee. And you've had a UTI before, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I go pee. I have a UTI. Toronto oh. is in gray lockdown. I don't even know what that means. Like, apparently, it's worse than red lockdown. Oh, so I call my doctor. I'm like, I think I have a UTI. Like, I tell the receptionist. She's like, so we're in gray zone, so no one's allowed to see the doctor. I can't get to her for another two days. We recommend that you go to Emerge. I'm like, I'm not going to fucking go to Emerge, expose myself with COVID before this fucking UTI. Oh, and, shit. And then I was like, how do I get a hold of a doctor you know like if it's gonna take two days for me Mm. to get antibiotics for a uti you know how it is like it's literally like you're peeing every 10 minutes it's burning and it's so horrible and it gets worse by the minute and you get chills too it's not even just like focus like it chills and you feel nauseous oh it's i had a fever i had diarrhea i had nausea i was exhausted like so tired i was like oh my god i'm gonna die i'm gonna fucking die (laughs) so this is like 3 p.m around okay Mm. so i'm calling around and like i'm I'm texting kevin i'm like kevin i need to see a doctor i don't know how to do it so he's like use this telehealth medicine web uh website right so i'm like okay Mm -hmm. so i do that i message them they're like okay doctor we'll call you right away i'm like okay great this is fantastic Literally 30 minutes, they call me back. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get my antibiotics. I'm so excited. He's like, yeah, don't worry. Um, yeah, hot tub. Okay, yeah, sex. Yeah, totally UTI. Okay, go to the <laughs> pharmacist. I've sent them your prescription. Like, just go get it, right? And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. So I decided, genius self, I was like, well, you know, I have to go pick up um Archie's crate and I have to go and get the med so let me just finish my works and and then at seven o'clock I'll go pick it up because the pharmacy closes at eight so at around like 6 30 I was like okay I'll call them just to make sure they have it 6 30 comes and I call them and I'm like hey like uh um, a doctor faxed over my prescription um I'm just seeing if I could pick it up in the next 30 minutes or so they're like I don't have a prescription for you. And I'm like, oh, my, oh my God. God. So I'm panicking. I'm like, I'll call you back. I'm like panicking. I'm like, how do I fucking reach these e-doctors? Because like they call you with a no-caller ID number. Uh-huh. So I was like, fuck. So then I messaged the doctor or like the the, the program. And I'm Clinic, like, yeah, I need this prescription. He said he sent it in and I don't have it. And they're like, okay, 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 we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So now it's like 
650, okay? And oh my God, I'm panicking. Like, I'm I know, stressed. Right? And they're like, I was like, it's okay. They st- there's still like an hour and a bit. Like, I'm just, I might just be a little bit late. It's not that serious. Call them. They're like, yes, we got the facts. So I was like, great. Can I come in the next like couple of minutes or so? And they're like, well, you know, we close at seven, right? And I'm like, oh, but on your website, it says eight. And they're like, oh, we must not have changed the or updated the hours. Oh my God. And they're like, yeah, so um, can you come and pick it up tomorrow at like 10 when we open? And oh. I am pissing like every 20 to 30 minutes at this point. <laughs> but I did it. I held it in. Oh my God. I went the next day. Oh, how are you feeling now? Are you better? Are you, are you holding in your pee? Are you wearing a diaper? What's happening? Uh, I stopped wearing a diaper yesterday, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> but I feel like there's still like a pencil up there. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, but it's, it's definitely better. It's just not a hundred percent, you know, I'm just waiting for it to be a hundred percent. Like UTIs, it's one of those things that's so annoying because it's not like when you get a cut on your on your skin or something you can pinpoint the exact like wound like you can mm-hmm. apply pressure on it or whatever to make it feel better and and you can just like treat it like it it makes your entire body shut down yeah yeah i had one I actually- over the christmas break um last christmas and uh the symptoms started when we were having a family gathering so the entire family <laughs> actually we were at Lehman's family mm-hmm. gathering. So his, like all his cousins and aunts were there. And then he's like, is, is Nana okay? She's like, she's running to the bathroom like every five minutes. Is she, does she have diarrhea? Is it the food that we ate today? What's happening? <laughs> it was, it was bad. But yeah, I, I and the clinics were closed because it's Christmas. Obviously. Oh, so fuck. I completely understand your pain, but also fuck that sucks. I'm so sorry. You have to go through this. It like you cannot get a same day appointment with a doctor mm-hmm. now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. COVID, man. Yeah, COVID. And I'm not looking forward to this Christmas. I'm scared because mm. you know that people are going to ga- gather for Christmas. They're like, it, there's no way of stopping people. Some people are going to gather. And then I think. I forgot who told me this, but I, I think somebody told me that they read an article that in the United States, there's an 80% chance of COVID spreading within every family gathering. And it is Thanksgiving weekend and Christmas is coming up. So, uh, GG. So fuck. GG. G. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to do anything this year for Christmas. Um, only going to meet up with like mom and dad yeah. both mom and dads and that's mm-hmm. it no friends yeah. christmas dinner nothing so we're just gonna stay put stay home and learn and uh yeah. oh, that's gonna be so exciting your yeah. christmas with your little man my little man's Neiman's already oh. jealous <laughs> what oh because you guys are gonna oh my gosh yeah like yeah. at home it's me and charlie and then kevin can join Ke- if he wants to Kevin is somewhere around the house, you know, doing something that nobody knows about. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he's he's just there. We we don't know yeah. where he is, but he's just there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be us. Oh yeah. But well, I hope you feel better soon and those antibiotics start kicking in. Yeah, me um, too. Is it a five day or seven day? Seven days, but like Kevin was saying how you know what's the best part about this whole thing, everyone? That Kevin knew the risks of doing this and still did it because it doesn't, it's not risky for him. It's risky for me. <laughs> did you know you can die from doing this? Because there's certain bacteria in the hot tub that are incurable? Oh, shit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he told you this after the fact. By the way, you could have died. <laughs> Yo, Isn't that funny? Li- literally, like, the day I started feeling the... First when I said the burning thing, he's like, oh, you're fine, you're fine. Second time I said the burning thing, he's like, yeah, you, like... It's, like, a 99% that you'll get a UTI if you do that in the hot tub. And there is a chance that you can die. Like, there's these certain bacteria... I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> he's like, yeah... I guess we could have prepared for this earlier. I was like, yeah, maybe if you just told me not to. Or, yeah, you fucking... (laughs) He literally was laughing at me. Oh, my God. Well, that's why you know you found a life partner, Amy, when you laughed at your pain. (laughs) Great, great. This is what my life is going to be, this type of partner. Pretty much. (laughs) Anyways... Well, I'm happy to report that I have stories today that will make you feel much better about Kevin. Yay! Okay, good. Because <laughs> I, I mean, do too. <laughs> the bar is not set very high for, for, <laughs> for that, but um, at least you'll feel better. So I, I, I hope this helped you. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. This, these stories are for me today. Yeah. Today's episode is for Amy and... Uh, Amy's sanity and Kevin's safety. Yeah. So, shall we get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right. First story of the week comes from a a sharer, a user in him, Obscuria. And this, I I dug the story out from like six years ago. So, Mm. So she says, um, this is her first and last online dating experience. I don't know if that's true still because this is six years ago. Maybe like back then it was, but you know, mm-hmm. during quarantine, hmm, who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah. So she says, I was probably around 15 or so, so very young. And uh, I was probably talking to this guy on High Five or something pre Facebook social media site. Do you remember High Five? No. Really? High Five was like, like we transitioned from High Five to Facebook. Really? You were on high five. Everybody was on high five in our school. I have a really bad memory. So if it was less than a year, then I probably don't remember. I think it was about a year. We went from, mm. do you remember Zup or Zoop? However people pronounced it. You remember Zup. Yeah, Zoop. Oh, we transitioned from Zoop to high five and then to Facebook. Really? Yeah. High five had like almost the exact same layout as as Facebook. It was also blue. And anyway, it's another social media site. Um, It's okay if you don't remember because this person doesn't even remember her date's name. So we'll just call him um, Oliver. Uh, Oliver. Oliver. 
<laughs> so he was all over me. Um, <laughs> Oliver was around the same age as me, so also around 15. And so I thought, what the hell, I'll go on a date. And it was a big mistake, of course. Um, so we ended up taking the metro to a really sketchy part of my city and saw him waiting for me. So far, so good. He then tells me that he has to go handle some business first. He's fucking 15. Who talks like that when they're yeah. 15? <laughs> so he takes me to this like per hour um, sleazy motel downtown and brings me up to this room. And I know I should probably be running away right now, but I didn't. We walk in to find this naked fat guy on a chair in the room and just had his pants covering his dick, like not wearing it, just covering his dick. And there's this prostitute hanging out on the bed. Okay? So they start talking business. They're 15? (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're 15. So her date, Oliver, starts talking business with this fat guy with his pants covering his dick. And uh, my date, Oliver, starts measuring, like, the prostitute an amount of either crack or coke. As he's doing this, I sit down on the far side of the room from everyone, in shock, obviously, that my date just took me to a crack deal. He then proceeds to try and turn the prostitute out and make him one of his girls. Then she makes fun of the John, the, the fat guy with the pants covering his dick. And how um, she's going to be done with him soon because she spent all his money and they're just laughing about it in front of his face. And so my date took me to a, a, a freaking crack deal and tried to pimp out the prostitute right in front of me on my date. So finally, we leave the room and I just want to go home at this point. But he really wants to get some McDonald's first. So all around a very classy date. While in line, I've ordered my food, and he starts ordering, and then he turns around and asks me to pay for his food. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he just picked that girl out. He has exactly. money. <laughs> so she's like, fuck a no. So when I say no, he takes out a wad of cash out of his pocket and buys his food. He had thousands of dollars, and he still asked me to pay for his fucking McDonald's. I decided to take my food to go and headed to the metro and almost I was almost free when I hear him screaming my name. He accused me of stealing his bus pass and then spends a second looking for it and just like, oh never mind, I found it. Whatever. I just leave because I'm glad that it's over. No surprise, there was no second date. He did find me on Facebook once, many years later, and wrote me asking if I remember him. So I reply saying, yes, you're the guy who took me to a crack core and tried to pimp her out on our date. He laughed it off and tried to continue the conversation, but I never replied. And that was my date from hell. Yeah. What the hell? He's 15? Mm-hmm. How does he even know what sex is? Oh, my God. Where, where was the story? They didn't say anything, right? No, no, no location was exposed. What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, I don't even know which part of the story was the worst part. The fact that they went on fucking a crack deal as their first date, or that he was trying to pimp out a whore in front of her on their first date, or the fact that he tried to make her pay for McDonald's. That's probably the worst one. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cherry on top of the everything else. Yeah. Like, it was an eventful date, at least. 
I wonder if this is like a plot for a movie. What? <laughs> like it sounds so. Doesn't it sound like a like like some one of those movies with like drugs and shit and with a little drugs. bit of comedy? <laughs> one of those movies with drugs and shit. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not okay. But <laughs> it sounds kind of like do you, do you, did you watch um the movie called Spring Break with? selena gomez no that sounds horrible yeah it wasn't a good movie (laughs) (laughs) but i can i can see how that movie could be like this yeah yeah Uh, it was james franco selena gomez um one of the girls from pretty little liars i don't remember who else was in there but yeah it wasn't a good movie really bad (laughs) yeah that's like the cat movies so Selena yeah, it, Gomez is the girl that's chilling with James Franco, who's the pimp, and the Pretty Little Liars is. So you have seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. you just watched it within the like two seconds that we talked about it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for sharing that. That was a wild ride. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that she survived to to tell the tale. Okay, this is the second story. So this is by someone named a registered username. Cool. So he says, when I was 21, I had a roommate who had just started dating this new girl. She was really, really cool. And we would all hang out together, drink or play video games sometimes. My roommate was a little intimidated by her and thought that she was too good for him or some 21 year old insecure shit like that. So Mm -hmm. he was always trying to impress her. One day, she asked him if I would go on a blind date with one of her best friends. So apparently this chick was gorgeous, sweet, and had just gotten out of a long-term relationship about eight months ago, and she was just trying to start dating again. I had just recently gotten out of a relationship too, and so I decided to go for it. Like, first for my friend, of course, so that he could act all like, I helped set up your BFL with my roommate and get laid or something for it. I don't know. But probably more so because I was just lonely as hell, guys. So I arrive about 20 minutes early to the restaurant and take a seat at the bar. I don't actually drink and I still don't, but it felt right to get a beer that day. Anyways, so I'm sitting there waiting for my date and the only information I have from my friend is that she will be wearing a blue dress and she'll have her hair up in a braided ponytail. So I'm like, fine, it's fine. This is like not a very well-known bar. There's only about three people there. So like it would, it shouldn't be too hard to find her. Do guys even know what a braided ponytail is? Like, um, do you have to show them a picture or... <laughs> He knew. He knew what a braided ponytail was. Well, well, I guess, yeah. And he also even remembered it. I think a braided ponytail is actually a French braid, but Um, that's his way of saying it's a braided ponytail, (laughs) right? Makes sense. Makes sense. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. okay. (laughs) So, in walks this girl... It's kind of dark, but I see that she's in a dress and her hair is up. Again, there's only three other people at the bar, so I'm going to assume that this is her. And as she gets closer, I realize, 
holy fuck, it's my ex in a blue dress with her hair up and a braided ponytail. No! <laughs> as soon as I recognized her, I turned my back, and then she walked right past me to the end of the bar. I got up and bolted out of there. Later that day, I called my friend and his girlfriend because they weren't home, and they both burst out laughing and apologized. His girlfriend said that she got a call from the blind date saying that she got stood up and she was really, really sad. But then she explained to her what happened. And then my ex ended up being happy that I left. <gasps> so awkward. So <gasps> Holy shit. Oh, my God. It must have been such like a small town or something or just oh, like fucking coincidence. Oh my god. Oh wow. What a twist. I didn't even think about it when you said, oh, she just got a relationship and he's like, oh, I also just got a, re- a relationship. Like, like, what are the chances? all the time. Exactly. Yeah. That's why he, he probably, like, even when she said it was eight months ago, he's probably like, oh, I also got out of it eight months. But, like, what are the chances that that would yeah. happen? Yeah. Um, Holy do you, shit. Do you think that he should have just stayed behind and said something? Or... Do you think he did the right thing by running away? How old were they again? 21. Yeah, I would have bolted too. (laughs) At 21. (laughs) But I think like now, I mean, if that happened to me, I don't know what he should have done. But if I was in his shoes and this happened to me at 21, I would have bolted. If it happened to me now, I think I would have at least said hi and be like, well, this is awkward. I'm going to go. Bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> have you ever been on a blind date before? Uh, no. Wait, let me think about this. It's been so long since I've been on a date. You know, I was thinking about like blind dates and I was like, I don't think I've ever been on one, but do you remember like, way way back maybe like at least 10 years ago when Mm -hmm. we had like plenty of fish Mm -hmm. I think and the pictures were like the size of your thumbnail like it was literally (laughs) a thumbnail picture because of the size of your thumbnail yeah and all you could really make out was the shape of their head and some hair (laughs) Like, isn't that kind of blind date? Because then when you see them in person, you're like, oh, shit, that's what that looks like enlarged? (laughs) I guess so. So if you put it that way, then yes, I have been on a blind date before. (laughs) Because I am also a victim of plenty of fish. (laughs) Plenty of fish? You suck. Do they still exist? Are they still in business? Yeah, they are. How? There's so many people that I read stories about where they met these people on Plenty of Fish. And that's why I'm reading stories about them. (laughs) True, true, true. We're we're trying to warn people and wean them off of Plenty of Fish. Like, there's so many other apps that you can use. Plenty of Fish is like, like, just don't do it. It's like the junk mail, you know? Like, you check your (laughs) junk mail sometimes because, like, sometimes there's, like, one good email but mm-hmm. it's literally that's what plenty of fish is. It's your job. Well, yeah, I was trying to think of a comparison too. I think that's perfectly. It's like the Ardeen of jewelry. Yeah. Or like, you know, <laughs> just just don't do it. Like, don't do you it. have other options. Mm. Mm. Tinder is even better than that. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Tinder's like probably second on the list of horrible dating apps, but plenty of fish girl just don't do it don't do it don't do it 
Well, thank you for sharing that story. Okay, next story comes from a username C Mark Seven, and uh, it's a a very wild event indeed. So she says, "I was horny one Saturday night, so I texted this guy who looked okay." <laughs> Great start. <laughs> start to a lovely love story. Um. She's like, like not so hot like Ryan Gosling, but he was okay. We couldn't get our times, <laughs> we couldn't get our times to align, so I didn't want him anymore and was going to block him. And she's like, please note, my sex drive is that of an avocado. It's like, not ready, not ready, not ready. Come fuck me now. Never mind, you took too long. Sex drive spoiled. <laughs> That's literally me too. I swear. That was so good. Oh, too funny. So you also have an avocado sex drive. Yeah. So the avocado ripened in the hot tub and it was now a UTI. And so it's probably not going to ripe for a really long time. (laughs) I'm rotten for a long time, guys. (laughs) We got a new avocado. (laughs) Oh, it's too good. Um, so she says he kept calling me, asking me how I was doing, and I kept telling him that I was over it and didn't want to fuck. But he wouldn't stop bugging me, and he seemed somewhat sweet, but also really weird and persistent. So eventually, I got a little horny again and told him to get an Uber. This girl is so funny. I love, I love it. <laughs> he was waiting outside and definitely didn't look like his pictures. He was a little bit fatter, <laughs> and I hugged him and noticed that he had some shit above his cubicle that looked that it could have been a cold sore, but it was not a typical spot for a cold sore to show up, so I didn't know what it really was, like, right above his cubicle. It, okay, so he was not even okay at this point. No. Oh, Mm-mm. shit. <laughs> He's probably been in that hot tub that you were in. So I wouldn't allow him to kiss me or put his mouth near me. And uh, I asked him if he cut himself shaving. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, that's what happened. Um, but I can feel that he was lying. Keeping in mind, the only reason I'm still even here is because he told me that he had a huge nine-inch dick. So he pulls his pants down. And I see the saddest little shrimp ass dick in life. No. I'm jerking it to see if it will get bigger, and uh, it wasn't really getting bigger, and it was still just half hard. And he kept telling me that he's clear of any STDs, and he gets tested every two months, but I could already tell that that's a fucking lie. He asked me to suck it, and I refused because it didn't smell that good. (laughs) (laughs) Get this thing out of the house right now, right fucking now. Like... Eject, eject, eject. <laughs> you see, you skip button press <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't read the story with like a straight face. I, it's too good. So he asked me if he could fuck me without a condom and I kept saying no. He said the old like, don't you trust me? No fucker, I just met you. <laughs> um, so he said that to try to guilt me into it and I replied, I trust you enough to get a condom. So he got up and put it on. And at this point, I'm doing this for him. He starts playing with me and I'm not loving it. 
And then he just started hyperventilating and smacked my ass once really hard. Does it again. And then the third time, he really started hitting it like a child playing with a drum, like uncontrollably flailing his hands. That alone got me pissed off. So I got up, put on my clothes, and walked out. He tried to stop me asking, who's wrong? And I learned from a dating coach that to don't give people a long list of things that they did wrong. Just pick one thing and end it right there. So what do I pick? A smelly dick? Terrible at foreplay? Lying about your dick size? Or trying to pressure me into having sex unprotected? So I picked the last one. (laughs) It was easy and wasn't too hard of an attack on his character. I really wanted to cuss him out, but I was nice about it, so I didn't. Moral of the story, don't ever ignore the first red flag because chances are it won't be the last one. Yo, where is this chick from? Get her on the show right now. Right now. <laughs> that was amazing. I love it. I love it. I love how like she used a little shrimp emoji too when she oh. wrote, I see the saddest little shrimp ass dick in life and she deadass put a tempura emoji. <laughs> <laughs> love I- it. The only thing I would comment is it was so good. I pictured it and now I'm so disgusting because I could smell fish shrimp dish. Ew! <laughs> yeah. But I I think I learned something new today. Um, something to describe my sex drive or your sex drive by. An avocado. It's fucking perfect, man. It's perfect. There's literally this small window and it's like, oh, oh. Okay, okay, no, no, oh, and we're right there. Oh, just like a minute too late, and then it's brown. It's brown. Sorry, guys. It, it's gone. You can't eat it anymore. <laughs> throw it away now. It's got brown spots in it. It was yeah. good about 37 seconds ago, and no, it's not yeah. so good anymore. Yeah. So yeah. try again yeah. next time, but like you can't even just buy it in bags because they'll all go bad at the same time. Yeah, exactly. So Got to buy one at a time. Just nurture one at a time. Yeah. Okay, this was sent in by someone named Sydney Chick. And she goes, So I've had this massive crush on a guy for months, and he finally asked me out. How do you just do that? Like, how do you have a massive crush on someone, and then they ask you out? Hey, what's wrong with that? How the fuck does that happen? Do you, like, talk to them and say, hey, I have a crush on you. Can you ask me out? (laughs) What do you do? Do you stare into their soul until they're mind reading and say, oh, no. What do you do? You do precisely nothing. And then you go home and cry about it and then dream about it and write in your diary. Why doesn't he love me back? And pretend that you're in a music video whenever a sad song comes on and then go talk to him maybe like once a week. Just say hello and how are you? And then go home and write in your diary again. Today I talked to him. And then eventually, if you're lucky, he'll ask you out. (laughs) Yo, that's I just described all of my love stories from high school and middle school. No, I had no love story in middle school. All of my love stories from high how, school. How many times out of 10 did that work? Um, out of 10, none. Out of 100, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Okay. So this is probably what she did then. So she had yep. a massive crush. She wrote mm-hmm. her her vision book or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, vision board. Anyways, it worked. He asked her out. Okay. <laughs> she was so nervous. Oh, she says, I was so nervous that I drank half a bottle of vodka on an empty stomach before going to meet him. Damn. Good start. Risky business. Yeah. Okay, so we head out, and he takes me to a new bar that his friend just opened. So they were doing champagne on the house. All of a sudden, everything was becoming a blur, and I was feeling no pain. We decided to head back to his house uh, with a cab, and this is when I first recreated the scene from The Exorcist in the back of the vehicle. Mostly vodka, champagne, and some sort of red cocktail. It was not nice. So he ended up tipping the cab driver an an extra $50 to fumigate his upholstery, and we finally head into his apartment where we both agree that I need a bath. So cue the hot soapy bubbles from this long-suffering guy, and I managed to lock the door and sink under the sweet-scented foam. It was bliss, and he ended up sitting with me and telling me stories the whole time, and I was just having the best time until wow. I hear bang, 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 bang. Oh, and no. I come around to him dragging me out of the bath. Apparently, he's been knocking for a while and I was semi-conscious and slipping under their water thinking he was telling me bedtime stories. <laughs> cool. So, I don't know what happens the rest of the night. I wake up in his bed naked the next morning with a horrific hangover. And the bathroom door is kicked down and the door frame has splinters all over it. Oh, my God. Uh, When I asked if we did it, he replied, stating it would have been like necrophilia. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, at least he was respectful there. Anyways, she did say that there's a happy ending. She says, amazingly, we did continue to go out for quite a bit after that. So... Wow. Even yeah. after that. Hey, vision board, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it works. <laughs> if you just wish, if you wish upon like a shooting star, if you are so lucky to witness a meteor shower, you know, and you're able to wish upon a wishing, a shooting star, your vision board comes to life. You know, did you not watch 13 going on to 30? <laughs> That's how shit happens. Are you like, do you work for Disney? I wanted to. <laughs> you never hired me, though. Mm. Who did I talk to about that? Board. <laughs> but honestly, though, like, that's literally, I've never asked a guy out in my entire life. And when I have a crush on somebody, I either just cry about it <laughs> or wish upon a star. And when it actually works out, I'm just like, whoa, it's amazing. <laughs> Wow. It works. Next time I'll do this again. <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, yeah, it's too funny. Why do I sound like Alec Baldwin playing Donald Trump? Wow. <laughs> it's huge. It's very, very huge. China. 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 He adds like an R to the end of China. China. Really? Yeah. Oh my fucking god, I hate that guy. Mm. 
Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, <clears throat> it's okay. We you. all do. Thank you very much for sharing that, Sydney Chick. Yes. I'm so happy that your vision board worked. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then. That was the end of our episode 31 of our second season. Thank you so much for listening in. If you have any stories that you'd like to share with us, please send them to the Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you or reach out to us on social media at the Notebook Podcast. Why? Why what? What is this? <laughs> what is what? I'm so confused. What are you confused about, my dear? This voice! What voice? This is my normal talking voice. Oh my god. I hope you guys have all left by now because I'm scared. Oh, I still have you here, don't I? <laughs> what kind of accent is this? I'm not sure. Um, I think I was going for an English, but it didn't come out. And I just kind of got, I kind of got stuck between an English and unknown. Like I was mm. lost in the Twilight Zone. Mm. I mm. confused myself. Mm, mm. Mm. Good, good. Mm good yeah 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 okay well anyway so do that while you're confusing yourself how about everyone else send us your stories to the notebook podcast at gmail.com and and dm us yeah on all the social media accounts uh-huh it's quarantine you know we're social isolating but reach out to us on social media and we'll hold your hand virtually and share us your horrible dating story so we can tell it to other people. Ha! Make ourselves feel better about things. So Yeah, so after all the stories that we shared today, do you feel better about Kevin? I do. And my yeah. UTI is feeling better. And yeah, I haven't peed the whole time. Yeah, you were all good for the past hour and a bit. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> So this episode um, is brought to you by Amy Sanity, and uh, we're happy to report that Kevin will live another day. Yeah. 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 Great. See, we're solving the world's problems one at a time. One step at a time. One step at a time. Well, thank you so much for listening, guys. Yeah. Get in touch with us, and uh, we'll be back in your ears, tickling your little eardrums uh, next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Do not the podcast is meant for entertainment only. We're not.